And we start with an SIU investigation into London police. Ontario's police watchdog has cleared a London officer of wrongdoing following a high-speed chase in the East End. This happened back in February. An officer spotted a Jeep believed to be connected in a weapons-related incident at the Circle K on Kipps Lane. A group had reportedly entered the store wearing ski masks. Someone fired a gun into the air. One person had a knife. After spotting the suspect vehicle, an officer gave chase, but the Jeep sped through a red light at Kipps Lane in Adelaide and hit a Honda RV. A passenger in the Honda, as well as three people inside the suspect vehicle, suffered various fractures in the collision. The director of the Special Investigations Unit found no reasonable grounds to believe the officer committed a criminal offense and ordered officers were far away uh, to have directly uh, caused the crash. Now, there's a new report this morning that shows opioid-related deaths among teens and young adults in Ontario tripled from 2014 to 2021. But researchers from the Ontario Drug Policy Research Network at Unity Health Toronto say teens and young adults are accessing treatments significantly less. Fentanyl was found in 94% of those who died from opioids during the pandemic, up 10 percentage points from before the COVID-19 pandemic came to the province. Director or Dr. Tara Gomes says the findings are troubling that the current approach to dealing with the opioid crisis is not working. Now, down in Toronto, they officially have a new mayor. Olivia Chow was the winner of a by-election held last night that featured a record 102 candidates. Chow is a former city councillor and MP for the New Democrats. She will have to decide to on how to tackle a nearly $1 billion shortfall in the city's budget while keeping up her promises to boost services and make affordable housing investments. The results of the election, which saw Chow captured 37% of the vote, are said to be certified by the city clerk to tomorrow with a swearing-in date still to be announced. Now, changes could be coming at London City Hall as well. City Hall's Governance Working Group has voted in favor of changing the start time of committee meetings from the late afternoon to morning or midday. Currently, three standing committee meetings start at 4 p.m. These are committees where the city councillors are on the committee. If the change is approved by city council, that could see meetings start at 9.30 in the morning, noon, or 1 p.m. Last November, city council changed the start time of council meetings for themselves from 1 p.m. from 4 p.m. The change could make it difficult for councillors who have day jobs since the role of councillor is still technically part-time. And an audio recording has surfaced of former U.S. President Donald Trump claiming to be holding sensitive White House documents. The recording includes new details from the conversation that is a critical piece of evidence in special counsel Jack Smith's indictment of Trump over the mishandling of classified information, including a moment when he seems to indicate he was holding a secret Pentagon document with plans to attack Iran. Trump pleaded not guilty earlier this month to 37 counts related to the alleged mishandling of classified documents kept at his Mar-a-Lago resort in Palm Beach, Florida. The recording comes from a July 2021 interview he gave at his Bedminster resort for people working on the memoir of Mark Meadows, Trump's former chief of staff. The special counsel's indictment alleges that those in attendance, a writer, publisher, and two of Trump's staff members were shown classified information about the plan to attack Iran. There is a check-in at the price of pumps, price of the 
Uh, price at the pumps. There we go. There's no uh, price uh, change at the uh, gas uh, this morning with the average price in London sitting at $1.53.9 for a liter of regular premium and diesel also held steady overnight. Cheaper gas can be found at the uh, Costco's where they are charging $1.45.9 for a liter of regular. Now, many Petro-Canada's are also charging less than the average today. However, drivers continue to feel the effects of a cybersecurity incident at Suncor Energy. The cyber attack is affecting payment for gasoline at some Petro-Canada stations, meaning cash is the only payment option. In sports, to the surprise of nobody, Edmonton Oilers captain Connor McDavid won the Hart Trophy last night at the NHL Awards in Nashville. It's his third MVP award. McDavid also won the Ted Lindsay Award as the most outstanding player as voted by the players. San Jose's Eric Carlson was named the top defenseman. Linus Allmark from Boston was named the top goaltender. And the Bruins coach Jim Montgomery was named the top coach. The NHL draft will be held tomorrow night in Nashville. Toronto Blue Jays had the day off on Monday. They're back in action tonight at home against the San Francisco Giants. Kevin Gossman will be on the mound for the Blue Jays. You can hear the game on 980 CFPL starting at 7 o'clock. Checking out what happened on this day in history. In 1759, British General James Wolfe landed his army near Quebec City and blocked the St. Lawrence River to French shipping. After a siege that lasted 75 days, Wolfe led his troops up the cliff behind Quebec City to the Plains of Abraham. They defeated Montcalm's garrison and captured the city. However, both commanders died in the battle. In 1860... The inaugural Queen's Plate was run near Toronto and was won by Don Juan. The Queen's Plate is the oldest uninterrupted stakes race in North America. In 1896, Canada's first public film screening took place at the Paris Theatre in Montreal. In 1950, the United UN Security Council passed a resolution calling on member nations to help South Korea repel invasion from the north. In 1967, the first ATM was installed at a branch of Barclays in a North London suburb. In 1972, one of the most sensational player signings in hockey history took place. Bobby Hall left the Chicago Blackhawks to join the Winnipeg Jets of the World Hockey Association. In 1978, responding to reports of a forest fire, volunteer firefighters from Lac de Loup, Quebec, raced towards the plume of smoke on the horizon. However, when the smoke kept moving away from them, they realized they were chasing a tornado. In 1986, Irish voters overwhelmingly rejected a proposal to lift a ban on divorce. In 1989, baseball history was made as the Toronto Blue Jays played the Baltimore Orioles, Toronto seat of Gaston, and Baltimore's Frank Robinson were the first black managers to oppose each other in a regular season game. In 1995, the RCMP granted the Walt Disney Company an exclusive license to market the Mounties' likeness and image in return for royalties. In 2013, Brampton native Anthony Bennett became the first Canadian to be selected first overall in the NBA draft. That was by Cleveland. And on this day in 2020, a plan to store hazardous nuclear waste deep underground near Lake Huron was formally put to rest. The plan had been in the works for more than 15 years. But in a letter to the Federal Environment Minister, Ontario's publicly owned power generator said it no longer wished to proceed. 
Happy birthday to Camille, who turns 63 today. You share a birthday with Bruce Johnston of the Beach Boys, who turns 81. Vera Wang is 74. J.J. Abrams is 57. Toby Maguire turns 48. Khloe Kardashian is 39. And Madeline Sweeten turns 32. If you'd like to celebrate a birthday, anniversary, or a milestone, send me an email at devin at 980cfpl.ca.